This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Good Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal preview show. Our show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. First of all, I'm sorry. Yes, this is on during the Champions League games. I'm very, very well aware of that. Originally, this was going to be at seven o'clock, which was going to be in between the two sets of Champions League games. But uh, blame the M25 is what I've got to say. I left uh, Arsenal's training ground at about six and it usually takes about 50 to 55 minutes to get home, and it took an hour and 40. So, uh, yeah, it was not the nicest uh, whatsoever. What we can do, though, however, is talk about some of the early Champions League fixtures before I introduce my guests to you. This is me literally just looking at the scores now. I've not even looked uh, prior to doing the show. Milan drawing nil-nil with Newcastle, and I guess what will be taken as a, a good result for, for Newcastle. They had six shots with one on target, and Milan had 25 with nine on target. So I guess that Newcastle will be very happy uh, with that result. The other one was, of course, the uh, the RB Leipzig Young Boys game and uh, Young Boys coming away with a defeat at home. 3-1, Mohamed Simakan, uh, a player that we talked about a lot uh, in the uh, in the summer. He got on the score sheet, as did Benjamin Sesko, a player that I've talked about on the channel as well and hope to see at Arsenal one day. But uh, yeah, very interesting indeed. Let's not waste any more time, though, and introduce our guests for today's preview show. We're joined by Marcus. How are you doing, Marcus? You good, Joel? I am well, Tom. And you? Yeah, frazzled, mate. I'm a bit frazzled. Uh, it is what it is. I know that you probably know as well as I do what that, that road can be like. Yep, yeah, I am not, not the best of roads. So well done on getting back. <laughs> indeed. Uh, we're joined by Garrett. How are you doing, Garrett? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, yeah, good to be on. Looking forward to having a chat now. Very, very glad to be back in the Champions League, you know, where we belong. Indeed, indeed. And finally, we're joined, as always, by Alex. How are you doing? As always. Uh, yeah, no, um, I'm not too bad today. Um, for those that don't um, live on the South Coast, I don't know how windy it is where you guys are. But very. It's horrific. Very windy. Yeah, so if you hear background noise, that is what it is, because... Um, oh, it's, okay. <laughs> it, it's opened opened my window multiple times today. Yeah, uh, I was going to say it's not as windy that I'm hearing it 
from outside to be fair but when i tried to set up a tripod uh, in the car park to record a video uh earlier on trying to keep the tripod in one place was the challenge uh, during the windy time so yeah did manage to get it in in the end so that was that was positive but yes um we heard from Mikel Arteta today which is I guess good timing for a preview because we know everything that's kind of be said about uh what's going to happen in tomorrow's game from a Tinu's perspective but before we get into that I do want to kind of you know do, not dwell that's the wrong word but enjoy the Champions League chat, Marcus, because we're back in the Champions League. How are you feeling about taking on the competition this season? Yeah, obviously very excited about it. It's where we belong, as someone just said. Um, I know the draw is a strange one. It's a reasonable draw for us, but it, we've not got all the sort of big, quote, Champions League clubs. So it's, it's good in a way because we've avoided them, should get through. But on the other hand, it's like nice to have had one of them and how we avoided Bayern Munich, I don't know. The draw was clearly rigged because that was written in the stars. Harry Kane and all that rubbish. So, yeah, but no, really looking forward to it. Can't wait to hear the music tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it's going to be. Uh, I use the word emotional, I think, because it's it's yeah. it's like it feels such a long time since we've been in the tournament. Uh, the last time we were, I was at university, which feels an incredibly long time ago for me now. Um, and uh, I guess like when you are younger and like six years. Is a, is a bigger proportion of your life, like it, may, it makes it feel like it's it's been such a, a humongous amount of time. Maybe for some of our older listeners, it, it's not felt the same amount of time, but it, it feels so long since we were in that competition. Um, Garrett's Champions League football back at the Emirates. What what is it you've missed the most about the tournament competition? I think I suppose when we were last in it, like the interim between now and then, it's been. I mean turmoil really hasn't it at the club um, and now we're back in it and I think we're well set as well unlike kind of the last few years we're in it we're just kind of there to collect the fees maybe make it out of the group that's what it was you know but now I think we're there to compete uh, with the very best in Europe so I'm uh, very excited yeah very very excited you know we've wanted to get back into the Champions League I remember doing shows I think it was I think we have one, it would have been 2016 that I took over. So, yeah, we had one, two, maybe two seasons in the Champions League when I was doing the channel. I remember being on a Burkhamp Wonderland before I was doing this. And all of the conversations I remember from that time was, well, maybe we should just drop into the Europa League because we have a chance of winning that, that competition. <laughs> I remember those conversations happening. Um, and now it's very different. I honestly feel there are only three teams in this competition, be it Bayern Munich, Real Madrid and Manchester City, who I wouldn't feel disappointed if we got knocked out by any other of the, what, 28 teams um, that are in this competition. I would feel a bit begrudged uh, to go out. And I asked Arteta what I thought was a pretty, um, I, I don't even want to use the word brave because it makes me look like some kind of, you know, very staunch person. But I feel like in a way it's brave to say, look, you got knocked out by three teams that, we should have beaten, that we were favourites um, for all of those. And I asked him whether he felt that this was an opportunity to prove himself in Europe in some ways, in which he gave a very classic Arteta answer of saying, well, every day he has to prove something. So, you know, it was extended beyond that. You can read that on the London website and obviously you can watch it back on the Arsenal way too. But Alex, do you feel as though Arsenal back in Europe after what has been, if we're very honest, a disappointing European kind of journey um in the Europa League do we does he specifically Arteta have something to prove that he can get results in this competition I think um 
he'll feel i mean you know you, you say what you will to the media at times don't you like as a manager you've got to curb expectation in certain certain ways but i think unless you're Ange Postacoglu, who's like um, no yeah. let them get carried away they can, <laughs> yeah. do what they want to do yeah um <laughs> but i think you know he'll he'll feel the pressure of a european fixture um but i think as a you know this is sort of dodging your question slightly but mm. i think as a club we'll feel i'm used to arteta doing it so yeah, feel no. free, yeah. <laughs> um i i feel i feel that the club will feel we've got a point to prove you know um I mean, we 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 need trophies, and like we we need them at the end of the day. I think um, because you know you can come close and you can get to semi-finals and finals, but eventually that becomes not quite enough. And I'm not saying we're at that point. I'm not saying we're at this crisis point or anything like that. But I think you know people will eventually get tired of just oh, we've almost got there. You know what I mean? I do. I don't think that maybe there was any of people being tired of being knocked out by the Bayern Munich when we uh, exited the Champions League in the last time that we were in here. Sorry, we got we got Dalek Tom. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you go. We'll all talk amongst ourselves, eh? <laughs> that should be fine, right? Am I back? Am I back? Is it yeah. good? Yeah, okay. we have Tom. See, this is why I should always have someone on the streams with me. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's something to be said about like the last time we were in the Champions League. Um, like it, it felt exhausting getting knocked out 10 2 again by Bayern Munich. And that, that I, I just feel as though, and I know I'm tempting fate, it's going to get clipped if we do again. But I feel as though that that isn't where we're Arsenal are at. You know, right now, um, so that that's a, definitely a positive. Let's talk about the team news. Gabriel Martinelli, Marcus, not available, not fit. Arteta didn't want to rule him out of the the North London derby. However, I think that was more kind of tactical and keep Spurs guessing than than anything. I think he probably will miss that game. Uh, but how much of a miss is he going to be both now and and in the short term? Um, he's a very big miss. There's, there's so much goes through him, and obviously. Sinchenko back now, the interplay between them, the pace, the trickery, you know, the finishing, all right. It got disallowed, been going all day about was it offside, wasn't it? But take that aside, it was a great finish, fantastic. But yeah, we're really going to miss that. Jesus hasn't long come back, so we, we could have done with uh, Martinelli firing on all cylinders. And Saka's seems to have dropped off a little bit the last few games. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a big blow, but I think we've still got enough in the, uh, in the squad to uh, get by without. Yeah, I think what we lack is someone with the speed and drive yeah. of, of Martinelli. And, you know, Trossard's a different style of winger. Yeah. You know, he's not more technical. He's a lot more like Smith Rowe when he played on the left. Like, he'll cut in sooner. It'll, it'll go to kind of like where Martinelli will drive towards the byline. Trossard will, will go towards the edge of the 18-yard box and then come inside rather than, uh, than driving onwards. And I think that that will change the way we play. That's why maybe... You know, we'll come on to lineups in a bit, but I think there's an op a chance we might see Nelson because Arteta might want to see what Nelson does, where he saw Trossard at the weekend. He scored, did well, but maybe he wants to see what Nelson can do in this game and then make a decision on who replaces Martinelli for the, the North London derby. So maybe that's something that we'll see. Um, but Garrett, elsewhere, we're pretty well stocked. You know, obviously Partey Timber out, and then he's not yet quite back. Cedric is in and around he did train was there um but i don't expect him to be part of the squad do you think that this is the time to rotate 
Or do you think that with the North London derby, you want to go into that with momentum? And I'd also add into this that I think PSV are the best team that we have to face because Sevilla are fourth bottom of La Liga, Lons are bottom of Liga at the moment, PSV are top of the Eredivisie and have won all four of their games and scored 13 goals. So I'd argue they're probably the, the toughest team that we've got in this group. And therefore, maybe we can't afford to rotate as much as maybe some people would like us to. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I was kind of looking earlier as well, and I kind of looked at the same. I actually didn't realise they were top there to be easy. I think they've won every game with a plus 12 goal mm. difference. So, you know, they've not been doing too bad. So, yeah, I've, I was kind of back and forth on what to do. Um, I think we will need to rotate, but, uh, you know, this isn't the Europa League anymore. We can't kind of do what we did, put out kind of, you know, six, seven, eight changes even, I think we saw last season. You know, it's yeah. going to be a matter probably of three, four kind of, I mean, maybe in the group, you know, you could get five, but, you know, from there on out, I reckon we'll see probably, what, three, four changes max. So I guess now's the time to rotate, maybe four or five, but even at a push, I suppose, you know, that could still could still run into some issues, but, you know, I think we should get the job done. I mean, Alex, when do you ever see there being a real opportunity to, to even rotate? Because... You know, chat, it's not the Europa League anymore, even though we've got a relatively comfortable group. You want to build momentum in that competition. How do you expect Arteta to balance winning with rotating effectively? Well, I mean, I think, you, you know, in reality, you have to rotate at times, but rotation doesn't always mean you have to, like, you know, like Gareth just said, um, it doesn't mean you've got to rotate you know, eight, nine players. Like it might just be one or two, and in fact, with the games that we've got, I don't think we can really rotate, and we haven't got a big enough squad because of injuries and lack of signings. Potentially, I don't think we've got a big enough squad where we can afford to just keep rotating players in and out. Um, so you are going to rely on players, you know, who, who might have to play fifty games in a season, you know, which is part of football I think you know footballers are a lot fitter now than they used to be so I'm not saying I'm not saying every footballer can afford to play 50 games but you know with I mean party's injured at the minute but with people like him you know you might get 25 out of him if you're lucky um and um but I think people like Declan Rice if we can keep players like that fit are so so important because with party being injured a lot we haven't got other people behind him you know so yeah. I, I think we will miss um just to flip back to earlier question i think we will miss martinelli because it's the threat in behind that keeps teams guessing and i think we a lot of our players like to play in front and by having that threat in behind it creates you know it, cre- it means the defense sometimes will drop off and it creates that space for odegaard but when you don't have that I think that's what we struggle is can we break? I'm not saying PSV will be like this, by the way. I, yeah. I can't say that I know that much but um, about them. But I think they're decent, is what yeah. I'd say. They're pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best but, way I can describe them, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they're top of the Eredivisie, it's not, you know, that's that's not, not nothing to be sniffed at at all. So, hmm. um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Noah Lang in the flesh after hearing so much about this guy for so long um, and seeing what he can do at the Emirates. Uh, I'm really tempted to try and catch him afterwards in the mix zone to just be like, 
you know, you've been you know, talked a lot about like Arsenal and things like that. I'd interested to see kind of what he says after what performance we see, but that's that's one to look forward to tomorrow. Uh, as is what lineup actually gets chosen. And speaking of which, let's let's go to our team, shall we? Alex, we're starting with you. We're going to go in reverse order. Uh, talk us through your selection and why you've gone with it, mate. Um, yeah, so I think for me, Nelson and Katia both have, um, you know, they both have pace. I think Saka for me stays in. I could have rested him for the North London derby and started a number of players, but I think um, for me, I, I want him to get a bit of confidence ahead and potentially ahead of the North London derby and potentially this is an opportunity to do so. Saying that I have picked Nketiah as my star man as I think uh, he's got a lot of um, a lot to give in these games and it's a chance for him to prove prove himself as I'd expect Jesus will come in for a lot of games. Um, but um, And then you've got Havertz has come back in. Um, I think he needs confidence. And, you know, I'm not saying it's like an easier game or it's a, it's just a different game. So I think Havertz is worth picking and maybe Vieira has done enough in that um, game against Everton to start the North London derby. Or if Havertz, you know, score, bangs in a hat-trick here, then you know, maybe, he's, maybe he's coming in. Um, Kiwior and Tomiyasu. Um, I, Zinchenko for me is a difficult one. I... I I thought he was good, but he did. I, I know he won and he had um, a solid game, but he did give the ball away four or five times during that game. In in what see in what seemed like these moments um, where sometimes he gets a bit overexcited, um, potentially. Um, so I've just put Kivior in for rotation, and I think Tommy Asu is a really really good player and. Um, can replace Ben White when needed. Um, Lovely stuff. Sorted. Okay. No, nice one. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to Garrett. Talk us through yours, mate. Yes, I've gone Ramsdale, Nets, Zinchenko, left-back, Kivio and Saliba, uh, Tomiyasu, uh, Rice, Havertz, Odegaard, and then Smithrow, Eddie, and Saka. Um, So, yeah, I think Saliba... I was thinking about earlier taking him out, but I think really he is that one piece that keeps the defense how you know just at that high level. I think when he comes out, there is just a drop off because he is that good. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So I've kept him in there, taking Gabriel out, putting Kibior in. Um, I've kept Sinchenko just because I think him and Rice together, the control we'll be able to have over their midfields will be, you know, will be huge. I think they've lost Gary as well. He's gone to Forest. He was very good for them last year. Um, 
so that'll be big. I think with the combination of Zinchenko and Rice, we should be able to, you know, outdo them in, mid- in midfields. Um, then Tommy Asu right back, I think he's been great when he's come off the bench, so I think he's well-deserving of a start. Um, Havertz then, I think, look, he, he needs time on the pitch, and I think this is the perfect time to do it. Um, you know, the assists for Germany over the international break, you'd hope that kind of spurred him on a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I've got him back in. Odegaard, I think, you know, staple really, isn't he? I don't think he can come out. And then, yeah, Smithrow. Look, obviously, this is the team I want to see. Um, I don't know if we'll see Smithrow, but I, I'd love to, to be honest. I think I'd love to see him back in the team. You said it earlier, Tom. I think him and Trossard are similar in the sense that they're kind of more bald feet wingers than kind of, you know, pacey, you know, getting in behind like Martinelli. But I think he just does have that little bit more pace than Trossard, I'd say. So that's why I've put him on left wing. Um, and then Eddie up top, um, I suppose with the kind of view, probably Jesus to come off, you know, get some minutes in the legs before the North London Derby. And then, yeah, Saka right wing. I think he wants to be there for the first game and I think he's he's earned it, you know. So, yeah, I, I thought of putting Nelson in there, but I said I'd leave Saka just because, you know, the Champions League, not the Europa League, you know, don't want to get uh, caught cold, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, and we'll round this off with Marcus's team. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's easy. We've all just gone, oh, Ramsdale. But, you know, after the weekend, do you think, do we put him in? Do we put Rare in? But, yeah, I think I think Ramsdale here got us in this competition. So, yeah, start him. Not getting an extra defender in the window, I think, really impacted because I'd like to have possibly rested a few more in the defence or changed things around a bit more. Um, Gabriel not playing at the start of the season. Was that a big plan from Arteta that he's then going to start him in the Champions League? Um, and also because of... Saliba's injury, I just thought, yeah, go Gabriel and Kivior at the back in the middle, which meant we've got to play another player, which would be White. Bring in Tommy Asu just to give Zinni a break. I know he's just come back, but I just want to ease him in. Um, I was torn whether to play Rice or not, but I thought, Jorginho, good one to put him in, see how he does. I wouldn't drop the error because of the form he's in. All right, his finishing wasn't great for the weekend, but everything else was very good. Um, so give him another game. Odegaard, as somebody just said, you, you can't drop him at the moment, regardless. Um, Trossard deserves it after his goal. Bring back Jesus, see what he can do. And he's my star man. I think, you know, he's, he's where it's going to be really focal going forward. And he needs to start playing, getting some goals, which I'm sure he will. And then Saka, who just plays again like Odegaard, he's always there. So that's my 11. Yeah, it's interesting how all three of you have kind of got different thought processes behind your 11s again another preview show where no one's picked the same team um i think that that demonstrates the depth in this squad and what we've come to expect from this arsenal team and you know mine's not the same as as you guys here it's maybe even more changed uh than than yours as well uh i i feel as though i think Jorginho needs to get minutes and play um because i think that there's you know, with Partey out, it becomes very obvious how quickly big players can be lost from your side and you need the player to be ready to come in and get minutes. So I want to give Jorginho some time. I think Rice is so integral to us winning games, to be honest. He's just so important for us and he's taken things to a level. And his attendance across seasons is so good. Like, he's so reliable in terms of minutes. So I've not got a fitness issue with him. Um, in the defence, Saliba, I did take out. I, I, I like Garrett. I considered it. And then I went for it because I just, I've got these awful fears of that sporting game where he got injured and was out. And I just feel like if I can change him, I will. So I've moved White inside and put Tommy Asu at right back. Give you your views at left back as Zinchenko likes the Lieber. 
you know you feel like it's uh, i don't know if you've seen that um that meme of like the what's it that's like placed through a lock as like the thing that's holding the door back i don't know if you've seen that meme but that's all how it feels sometimes with our players it's like just there's the little smallest thing holding back an injury and i feel like zinchenko's always kind of a what's it away from you know getting injured and you know i think just bringing in Kivior into the team there works now with with Jorginho in and with Rice, I was thinking, well, I've got to try and get Kai Havertz into this team because I think he needs to play, and I think we need to give him an opportunity to respond and and get some minutes and some time on the field. And so I thought, well, we used him a striker in the Community Shield at centre forward, so let's try and use him here. And I think playing two technical players and some speed in the sense of Nelson off of him. I think would be quite cool. Uh, and Jesus as well on the right-hand side to see kind of if we want to rest Saka throughout the season in whatever you know game it has to be. And if we want to rotate him out or sub him off early, I think Jesus is the guy I'm looking to the most beyond anyone else to rotate with Saka at right wing. So, yeah, that's my team. And as Stephen says... There's too many changes. And I think that this is the balancing act. You know, this is the thing that we're always focusing on is, is how many is too many changes? And if you are going to make these changes, when do you make them? And if you are going to use players or you aren't going to use players, when are they? When are the minutes going to come from? And that's, that's what we face right now. This team has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven changes from the Everton game. And in my head, I was thinking... Well, if we're in the Champions League, we want to make one, two, maybe three max to the starting, our best 11 that's available. Now, what I would say is that I think Jesus is is in our best 11 most of the time. Uh, Arteta would probably argue that Havertz is in our best 11 most of the time. And Ramsdale, of course, is for a lot of people still probably our best and number one goalkeeper still. So I think that probably takes it down to around four, maybe five changes from that starting 11 still. But... What I like is that Tommy Asu was really good in the international break. I think Kivior's impressed me when he's played. And Jorginho, I don't think has put a foot wrong, really, for Arsenal since signing. So you can always rely upon him. The question that I would have asked Arteta if I had the chance and only had the two, the third one would have asked, would have been how many changes to an eleven is the point at which a team starts to lack familiarity with each other. And you start seeing, rather than the benefits of rotation, the drawbacks of unfamiliarity if you like with within the team and kind of a little bit of a doggedness if you like between the side but I don't know is the answer I don't know the answer to the question how many is too many but uh, we've all made changes we've all made rotations and we can also change in game as well now I don't think we are going to see too many changes tomorrow I think it will be a relatively Premier League looking side with probably Jesus in for Nketia. I think Tommy Asu might come into the back four in any of those positions. That's what's so beneficial about him. Uh, I think Ramsdale will probably start this game. And I think that we will see Havertz return to the team as well. So that's three or four that I think Arteta will do. Um, but I think Saka will play. I think Erdogan will play. I think Trossard will probably play. Uh, I think that Saliba will probably play. So, yeah, uh, let's let's wait and see. But we're going to finish the show as we always do with our predictions. Uh, Marcus, we start with you. Scoreline and scorers, please. Um, we're at home, so that's one to the opposition straight away. 2-1. Um, Odegaard and Jesus. And are we going to get this goalkeeper sub that they're suddenly talking about? What do you reckon, Tom? Yeah, I was just on the way up to the press. I was listening <laughs> to the vision and I was hearing Clive say that he didn't think we will. And then Elliot said, I think we will. <laughs> and then Clive was like, well, we might see it. And I, I'm I'm completely taught. I feel like I said this on the show, I think yesterday with Elliot, that if Arteta said it, 
he's kind of put a bit of pressure on himself to do it at some point. Yeah. So I'm leaning. I'm if I, if it's fifty fifty, I'm like fifty one percent yes, forty nine percent no. That's kind of I'm <laughs> ever so slightly towards maybe it happening. Mm-hmm. I kind of want it to happen just because of the the just hilarity that it would cause amongst supporters and rival fans as well. Uh, Garrett, scoreline scorers, please, mate. Yeah, much like Marcus, it's at home, so you know it's gonna the ball's gonna end up on a net somehow. So I'm gonna go three one, um, Saka, Odegaard, and Eddie. Lovely stuff, Alex. Um, I'm going to go two nil to Arsenal, um, and I'm gonna go with Unketia, and I'm gonna go with Saliba. Ooh, from a set piece or screamer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has done both. Yeah, he has. I, I, I watched uh, his goal against Bournemouth. The, mm. um, uh, that was one of the games that I managed to get tickets for when I was there. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that can be repeated. I, I, I'll probably air towards the size of, size of a set piece, but you never know. Um, and just briefly on the goalkeeper substitution, um, I'm trying to think of was it David Ospina? Who was brought on in the, in the World Cup, or some? Or which goalkeeper was it who was brought on who saved the penalty? Tim Krul, that's the one. Krull. I was thinking of David Spina for some reason, but yeah, no, Tim Krul. That is the only goalkeeper substitute I can think of that wasn't forced. Where and that's yeah. the, it had a I really mean, positive effect. Mar- not- Maurizio Sarri really tried to bring on uh, <laughs> Caballero, but Kepa was having none of it. So, <laughs> so maybe Ramsdale will do a Kepa. That's the only other one I can think of. But yeah, it's I don't remember it ever happening like a keeper having an absolute nightmare and he was subbed even then. I can't think of it happening. Um, maybe someone in the chat box will, will give us a uh, a reminder. But yeah, it's uh, the Tim Crow is the only one I can think of because he is very good at saving penalties. I remember watching the Norwich Spurs League Cup penalty shootout in which he saved a few of their pens and and knocked them out at at I think it was at Spurs's ground as well. So yeah, it's uh, he is a specialist. But I think that you know I don't know what Raya's record from penalties is. I don't know if anyone knows if it's good or bad. But off the top of my head. Don't know how good it is. I don't know if we've got a specialist in that area. Um, I can see Alex is frantically Googling. I'll run through some predictions while he Googles. Um, Let's go to the chat. Byron says, 2-0 to the Arsenal. First night back in the Champions League. Come on, you Gooners. Amira says, 3-1. No clean sheet at home, of course. Jesus, Havertz and Tomiyasu screamer because I just need it. Fair enough. Um, Suresh says, Milan subbed their goalkeeper today. Is that true? Let's have a quick look. Uh, in, in the game or just oh Manion did come off uh, let me just see if we can find out a reason as to why he came was it an injury um, it says it says in I'm seeing people say injured uh, yeah he was injured it wasn't a tactical change uh, so it was an injury so sadly not a substitution. Um, but that is ironic that, you know, literally yeah. hours earlier, a, a goalkeeper was subbed. Uh, Penny Wings is 3 0. Uh, Smith Rowe, or ear hat trick. Uh, Jason says 3 0. Havertz, Jesus, and Rice. Um, and I think we've got a couple more. Yes. Amberley says Barcelona are three up after 20 minutes. Yeah, they look quite good this season, Barca. Uh, who are they playing? Is it someone decent? Oh, it's Antwerp. Okay. Um, Joao Felix getting another goal. Uh, it's worth pointing that one out. Uh, Alex here says 2-1 Arsenal. That's what I've put on my Super 6. Uh, so hopefully that one comes in. Get yourself a, a nice cheeky bit of cash as well. Arsenal says 3-1 uh, win the Labrador 
with the screamer. That'd be great. Again, <laughs> I didn't see Win the Dog. Uh, he was not. He was not in and around the presser today. I did see um, Tim Lewis though. He was there um, in the press room. He said he doesn't really go into that room often, but he wanted to see the. Uh, uh, what Jesus was saying, so uh, yeah, he was there. Um, but uh, no win the dog, sadly. Um, Briefly but, uh, on the penalty. yes, Alex, did you find out? I did. Um, it's not. It's not great. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's faced thirty six penalties and he saved five. Okay, so what's that in percentage? When someone clearly did thirty six divided by five. I'm trying to do this quickly now on my phone. 36 divided by 5 is 72%? Or is that no. wrong? Is it 5 divided by 36? I have to do it that way. It's 14%. So it was half of what you thought, Marcus. Yeah, 14%. Uh, 14%. Oh, it's 70%. It sounds, it sounds... 72. <laughs> sounds so stupid now. But yes, uh, 14%. Uh, it sounds better uh, like that. It does great. sound better, doesn't it? That's when you say he saved fourteen percent of his penalties and yeah. five out of thirty-six, it does sound better. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. There's a bit of stats on the fly at a TGT. It's not efficient. It's not quick. It's not even correct half the time, but uh, it's there. Um, thank you, everyone in the chat box, for listening and tuning in. It's very much appreciated. Uh, do drop a like. Do subscribe. Do enjoy the rest of the evening watching more Champions League football. That's the competition that only one London clubber is involved in this season, and that's Arsenal. Uh, Marcus, thank you for your time, Matt. As always, tell people they can find you. No problem. Very quickly, when I used to play, I was back up to our goalkeeper. I've had a few games while he was off. Played well. He came back. We decided to stick him outfield and put me in goal. I had a mare and we swapped back over. So I kind of <laughs> him I was that goalkeeper many years ago. <laughs> so were you Raya or Ramsdale? That's the question. Um, well, Raya, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Turner, yeah. <laughs> Although I think I played more like Runnison. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Runnison, though. So, um, oh, no, you're yeah. not that bad. Uh, no one's that bad. Uh, I had Garrett. a quarter which I nearly threw <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Garrett. on the and Twitter. Yes, of course, of course, of course. At MJC Gooner, you can find uh, Marcus Garrett. Thank you for your time, mate. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, no, as usual, find me in the Discord. And, yeah, so as I always say, yeah, join up. It's uh, yeah, it's good having a chat in there. Absolutely. Uh, and Alex, thank you for your time, mate. Once again, jumping on for what feels like the seventy fourth week in a row, but I appreciate it. All right. uh, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on the Discord as always. Like I say every time, I always encourage people to sign on. Um, I've recently taken over a year nine, ten football team at, at a school. Um, nice. Which my, my first session today. Uh, Did you um, sub the goalkeeper? Um, <laughs> Oh, I, we haven't got a goalkeeper yet. So. Oh, letting in a lot of goals there. <laughs> um, oh, it's that classic thing at school where no one volunteers to go and goal. No, no, no. I had I had twelve wingers instead, which is yeah, always nice. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll we'll soon chuck some of them out. Uh, so. <laughs> Hopefully, one of them will but be yeah, chucked. Always goal. on the Discord. <laughs> Yes, indeed. You can find Alex, Marcus and Garrett all in our Discord server. If you want to join our Discord server, you can become a member by going to the link in the description. Join up as an expert member or a TGT ambassador. Help support the channel and hopefully a brand new system to support a good microphone that works uh, very, very soon. And uh, yes, it's just great conversations constantly. You get to come on the preview shows 
uh, if you're, you know, I find it's a great, I get a lot of messages from people in the Discord server that say that they haven't really got any Arsenal friends uh, and they're based in a, a location where, you know, they can't just go down the pub and talk to a load of mates about Arsenal. So the game time chat in there is really good. For people that want to have a chat during the game and uh, and talk about things and debate things. There's also loads of other channels for other sports as well that people have interests in. So it's, uh, it's a very good place to be. Uh, but thank you everyone that's been listening. Thank you to my amazing panel as always. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8am to give you all of my thoughts ahead of the game against PSV and any news that's fallen out from that press conference with Mikel Arteta. Uh, and I'll be at the game tomorrow night. If you are going to the game, do let me know. I will be around and outside the armory about two hours before kickoff doing some filming for FL. So uh, I do want to do some filming of fans. So if you're up for it, drop me a DM or something like that. I'm sure that we'll be able to uh, link up in some way, shape or form. But thank you to everybody. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you again soon. Have a great evening. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.